0: Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. Please stand by. Our service will begin shortly.
1: Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to our Lent 1 midweek worship service tonight. There is one programming note that I want to bring your attention to. In your bulletin, on the right side of the bulletin, underneath the scripture readings, we're going to be singing a hymn, a good Lent hymn called, O Christ, You Walk the Road. The number in that hymn is incorrect. I'm sorry, the number in the bulletin for the hymn is incorrect. The number should be 424, 424. So if you want to, so either you have a really great memory um, and can remember that, or if you want to just take a moment right now and mark it in your hymnal with one of your ribbons. It's number 424. Oh, Christ, You Walked the Road. Number 424. And as far as I know, the other hymn numbers are correct. If they're not, just sing whatever number that it, it is, and it'll be a glorious melody. Uh, why don't we open our service tonight with a word of prayer? <clears throat> Dear Lord Jesus, how good it is to be here in your house, uh, amongst your people, amongst your children, that you have chosen from before the foundation of the entire world, that you have chosen us, Lord, to be your beloved, uh, and Lord, you proved that and you sealed that with the crucifixion of your, your son Jesus, uh, and Lord, it is under his name that we are gathered here tonight, Lord, we ask that you would send to us your Holy Spirit to, to be around us, to be in us, uh, and to be through us, Lord, as we worship here and receive the gift of your holy word, in Jesus' name, amen. Please stand. <clears throat>
2: So we begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. You display your power among the nations, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The very depths were convulsed. Your way through the mighty waters. You led your people like a father. Please be seated for the hymn. and absolution. Hear me, merciful and mighty Father, as I confess my bondage to sin and death. That is, in my sinful nature. But I cannot carry it out. No, the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. But I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war and making me a prisoner of the law of sin and death. Hear the good news. The same God who delivered Israel from Egyptian bondage also delivers you from your body of sin and death. Jesus Christ, the Passover lamb, has been sacrificed, and his blood forgives you and sets you free. He turned the sea into dry land. We pass through the waters on foot. He has brought us
0: to the place of life.
2: The Lord be with you. Let us pray. pray. Heavenly Father, right where we are, you love us with an everlasting love, but you love us too much to let us remain there. Give us faith and humility to accept your process of change so that more and more we may become like Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. Please be seated. The Old Testament lesson comes from Exodus chapter 3, beginning at the first verse. Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and had led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked, and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. The Lord saw that he turned aside to see. God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, Do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place in which you stand is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, And the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them out of the land of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Then Moses said to God, If I come to the people of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and, they ask, and then they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am. Who I am? And he said, Say this to the people of Israel I am has sent me to you. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is taken from Romans chapter 12, beginning at the first verse. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is the word of the Lord. Please stand for the gospel message.
1: The Holy Gospel for this evening comes to us from St. Matthew chapter 16. <clears throat> From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, you are a hindrance to me. For you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Again, we sing number 424. all pray with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen. Grace and mercy and peace be yours this evening from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen. What do you want to change in your life? Perhaps it's a bad habit, perhaps it's a bad relationship, a bad attitude, a bad situation, perhaps a bad decision that you have made. What is it that you look at and say, this just isn't right? It's got to change. We live, as you know, we live in a society that offers instant change. We watch TV and change the channels just like this, click, 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 click. We look at our iPhone and change the screen just like this. Tap, 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 tap. We put food in our microwave and it's ready to eat just like this. Zap, zap, zap. Because we change channels and screens and food so fast, we think that we should be able to change our lives with just a click or a tap or a zap. Zap. We're in a series on the book of Exodus, and tonight I want to talk talk with you about how God changes us. God uses the same process with Moses. Note the word process. Change, godly change, is a process. And godly change takes time. Exodus chapter 2 tells us that one day, when Moses was 40 years old, he saw an Egyptian beating an Israelite. And what does Moses do? Well, he kills the Egyptian. The next day, Moses sees the same Israelite and thinks he will say, Thank you, Moses, you saved my life. But no, he doesn't. Instead, the Israelite is angry, and he asks Moses, Will you kill me too? The word is out. The Pharaoh finds out, Moses knows he's going to be taken out. So Moses hightails it out of Egypt and ends up working for his father in law, Jethro, for 40 years. And that is where we pick up Moses in Exodus chapter 3, verse 1. It says Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father in law. For 40 years, all Moses sees are sheep. For 40 years, all Moses hears are sheep. For 40 years all Moses thinks about are sheep. Talk about getting stuck in a rut. Sheep, sheep and more sheep. Moses at this point had to have been thinking this just isn't right. There must it's got to change. <clears throat> this happens to us too, doesn't it? We get stuck in ruts. And for you tonight, what is that rut? Perhaps you are overly critical of other people. Is your spending out of control? Have you lost your ambition to study the Bible? To live a life of integrity? To follow hard after Jesus? Just like Moses, we say too, this just isn't right. And it's got to change. But the question is, how? The process, remember process, The process of change begins with God's presence. In verse 2 of Exodus chapter 3, it says, The messenger of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. This is no ordinary messenger. It is Jesus before he was born in Bethlehem. And this is no ordinary fire. This is the fire of God. The fire of God appears when God calls Gideon and Amos. The fire of God appears when God calls the disciples on the day of Pentecost. Jesus even says that we're baptized with fire. We're baptized with the fire of God. Why is God present in fire? Because wherever there is fire, you can bet that something happens every single time. And what is that? It's change. What does Moses say? Here I am, in verse 4. That word in the Hebrew, here I am, means, God, I'm at your service. It means, take my life and let it be, consecrated, Lord, to thee. It means, Lord, I'm ready to change. It says also, then the Lord told him, Moses, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I know they're suffering, so I have come down to rescue them. God says, I know they're suffering. God loves us right where we are. I have come down, he says. God loves us too much, though, to leave us where we are. He comes down with fire, the power of his word, even today, to fire us up with devotion and passion and love for his son, Jesus. The process of change continues with God's plan. The cry of the Israelites has reached me, God says, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Moses at 40 in Exodus 2, okay, Moses at 80 in Exodus 3, there's no way. Moses replies in Exodus chapter 3, verse 11, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Notice that God doesn't say, Moses, where's your confidence? Moses, where's your get up and go? Moses, don't you know you can do anything if you set your mind to it? Come on, Moses, beat him, bust him, make that your custom. But God doesn't say any of that. Why? Because who am I is always the wrong question. When we want to change, who am I is dead wrong every single time. So that leaves us with this question. What is the right question? God, who are you? Who is this God? God. He is the God who changes us through a process, asking us to live by faith. He says in Exodus chapter 3, verse 12, And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. You will worship God on this mountain. This is shocking. We don't need a sign in the future to convince us of God's plan. We need something right now. But remember, change is a process, one step at a time. God says, you will see my plan unfold when you keep saying, here I am. So God calls us to keep taking steps towards getting our finances straightened out, repairing that relationship, getting serious about the words that we use, being more humble and loving, we will get to the mountain. Have you ever picked up a piece of plywood? You lift it up and bugs go running and you see all kinds of strange life forms like snakes and lizards. And what do we do? Well, we throw. if, if you're like me, you throw the plywood down and run because I hate bugs. All kinds of bugs. Change often looks like that ugly and scary with all kinds of strange life forms, snakes and lizards and bugs. We don't want to deal with it. And so we run away and settle for a life of plain vanilla. I'll stick with the stupid, smelly sheep, we say. Come weal, come woe, my status is quo. God's provision Moses has four excuses why he won't change. Number one, I don't know your name, God. And so God gives Moses his name. He says, my name is I Am. Jesus is the great I Am. He says, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the resurrection and the life. The second excuse that Moses gives for why he he won't change, well... Israel's leaders won't believe me. They won't believe me. And so, God gives Moses two miracles. The rod that turns into a snake, and the leprous hand that heals. Cross and resurrection. He tries again with the the third excuse. He says, well, I'm not a very fluent speaker. And so God gives his brother Aaron... God gives us each other too so that we're not alone. And the fourth and final excuse that God that Moses gives to God is well somebody else can do it better. But God says Moses you are the man. And so the question for us here tonight is this, what are our excuses? God I'm too old. God, I'm too young. God, I'm simply too messed up. God, my train has left the station. My ship has sailed. God, it's simply too late. The voice from the bush is the voice of the Lord's messenger, who is Jesus. Jesus says to us, I love you. I shed my blood for you. I'm not finished with you. There's work to do. In the early 19th century, Napoleon Bonaparte was in the middle of a huge battle. And his officer said to him, If we don't retreat now, we're going to be annihilated. Napoleon called his bugler and said to him, Sound the retreat. The 14 year old bugler began to cry. Napoleon commanded him again, Sound the retreat. And the bugler replied, I was never taught how to sound a retreat. I was only taught how to sound an advance. In that case, Napoleon said, sound and advance. And so the bugler did. And history records that Napoleon won the battle. You may be calling on God to sound a retreat, but he only knows how to sound an advance. It's called the fire of God. God is determined to change us through His presence, through His plan, and His loving provision. It's the fire of God. And so what shall we say in response to this? Well, how about this? Here I am. Amen. Please stand. We now confess together the words of our Christian faith. We do so this evening using the Apostles' Creed. It is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life of the last Amen. Please be seated. At this time we will collect our tithes and offerings. Uh, please find the red sign-in book that is in your pew, and whether you are a member or a guest with us, please sign that book so that we know that you were here to worship with us. We collect our tithes and offerings. Mm-hmm.
2: Please stand for prayer. By the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. In all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death, and in the day of judgment, we poor sinners implore you to, hear us, to prosper the teaching of your word, to bless our prayer and meditation, to strengthen and preserve us in the true faith, and to give heart to our sorrow and strength to our repentance. We to draw all to yourself, to bless those who are instructed in the faith, to watch over and console the poor, the sick, the distressed, the lonely, the forsaken, the abandoned, and all who stand in need of our prayers, to give abundant blessing to all works of mercy, and to have mercy on us. Do glory to, Lord. to turn our hearts to you, to turn the hearts of our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers. And graciously to hear our prayers. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. O Christ, O Lord, O Christ, O Lord. We pray the the prayer the Lord himself gave us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Though God's footprints were not seen, the, like the, by the, hand of the, the Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, lead you into new seasons of change and joy and peace. Amen, Amen. and honor. Please sit for the hymn. <laughs>